Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Alright, now for the past few weeks, Reverend has been teaching on growing up spiritually, right? Hello? Okay, it's Africana service, but I will not speak pigeon. I will try not to. I cannot. Can I, can I, can I try to preach this message in pigeon? Ah, it will be hard. I did not write it in pigeon. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't make the mistake. I can speak pigeon English, oh. I can speak it very well. Very well. By default. Amen? People like us that were born, bred, and buttered in Benin, we can. Don't, don't joke with me. Amen? All right, programs, you are born again. Hallelujah. And so, I kept asking myself, growing up spiritually, why are we growing up? Why do we grow? And Reverend gave a wonderful conclusion last Sunday. And while I was concluding, I didn't even know I was going to teach today because I had not checked the calendar for a while. But then, on the 11th of February, God gave me a scripture. While I was praying, because on my birthday and I was praying like I always do, God gave me a scripture. And while I was thinking of this service, God said, pick from here. Start from here. Start from what I've showed you for your year. And talk to my people about it. And I said, okay. Let's have that discussion. In line or in, not in continuation, because Reverend has concluded, so I cannot continue. But there's something I want you to understand this morning is that when you grow up spiritually, one of the things that happens to you is that you be or you become. Amen? To be is to exist. Amen? Are you here with me this morning? Is to exist. To suddenly have the ability to occupy... Or exist as you should. A Christian cannot exist as he should until that Christian grows to understand who he is. Hallelujah. Are we in church this morning? Please follow me. Everybody goes to church these days, or almost everybody, but not everybody. Not everybody has grown from being a baby to an adult. And you cannot give responsibility to a child. Amen? In order for God to trust you with some certain things, you must move from being a baby to being a responsible child or being a responsible adult. It's like giving your car to a two-year-old and say, drive. Two things will happen. Either there's an accident or there's an accident. The level of the accident will be determined by the ability of the engine of the car to move. Not by the ability of the child. And so the reason why you have not started to experience some certain things in your life is because you have not become what God has called you to be. Hallelujah. And then God said to me, he said, see, to grow, you must understand that you are nothing without me. 
Nothing. Absolutely nothing. A child of God that has grown is a child of God that has stopped depending on his skills and has started to depend on Christ. Paul was writing to the Corinthians church, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 5. Can you put it up? This is what the scripture God gave to me. You can't put it up. Okay. 2 Corinthians 3, 5. It says, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. It says, but by the grace of God, I am who I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than, than they all. Yet not I. But the grace of God was with me. Listen, listen, listen. You must stop seeing you and start seeing him. When mama said focus on Christ, what she was telling us is that start to look at Jesus and stop looking at yourself. I know you went to school. School is good. I know you're learning a skill. It is good. But what will differentiate you from people of the same level as you is grace. Amen? You have a master's degree, I have a master's degree. The differentiating factor is God. Hello? You know, sometimes when we say your sufficiency is of God, we, we want to think that it means that Christians should be lazy. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Scripture says, a little sleep, a little folding of hand. It said, and poverty will come unto you like an armed robber. But in hard work, you must understand that it is not by the works, it is by God. Hello? God is not a magician. And so he said, I will bless the labor of your hand, right? When there is no labor in your hand, what will God bless? Amen? Are you with me this morning? When there is nothing in your hand in 2024, what will God bless? Listen, I didn't come this morning to prophesy to you that Nigeria is going to get better. Amen? God has not told me that the economy of Nigeria will improve. I want it to improve. I decree for it to improve. But... I will not lie to you and stand here this morning and say, don't worry, things are going to get better in Nigeria. No, sir, no, ma. I'm not going to do that. But what I can tell you, that in the midst of the bad economy, some people will flourish. Amen? As I said that, he reminded me, he reminded me of a story. Now, he has sent his people to Egypt. And while there was famine in Egypt, there was plenty in Goshen. What makes the difference? The difference is God. If you take God out of your life, you will struggle like every other person around the world. Some people say when you get to a particular point, you start to use your sixth sense. I don't believe in sixth sense. But I believe in the awakening. And the awakening of a believer is to come to terms and come in tune with the Holy Spirit. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing what? 
You cannot do good except there's good in your life. Hello? You want to do good in 2024? You must first have good. And the only thing that puts good in you is the Holy Ghost. Are we in church this morning? And so when we look on Jesus, we do not look on Jesus for miracles. The supernatural is not supernatural to the believer. Did you hear me? The supernatural is not supernatural to the believer. It is only supernatural to those that are out. So when your attention is in Christ and his ability, you become. No, you do not become supernatural. You become natural. It is your natural that the world calls supernatural. Hello? That's why if I heal the sick, it should not, it should not amaze you. If I raise the dead, it should not amaze you. If I plant and I reap, it should not amaze you. I should not be amazed when a believer prosper. Is he not supposed to prosper? I should not be amazed when a believer is walking on the street and meets a blind man and says, receive your sight. It should shock the world, but not me. Why? Because the believer is operating in his natural element. He has become what he's supposed to be because he has realized that for him to live is Christ. Oh, he's crucified. He's dead. Nevertheless, he lives. Scripture says, yet not I. If Christ lives in you, it means that everything Christ can do, you can do. Am I in church this morning? So stop looking at yourself. Listen, you're human, Abby. Abby, physically, you think you're just a human being. But what if I tell you that you're not a human being? Sir, because we have limited ourselves to the fact that I'm only human, that's why we allow the limitations of humans also affect us. Scripture says, yeah, God. And you are the children of the Most High. Amen? The day you got born again, your parents changed. Hello? Nobody can claim paternity over you outside God. Am I in Living Springs this morning? Am I talking above your heads? Are you sure? Because I can, I, can, I, can, I can go back down. I should go back. <laughs> when I must say I should calm down a bit and... Hear this. When I say you're not a human, I mean that the day you received Christ, you received his life. Right? Bible says we who were not a people have become the people of God. 
it means that your ownership has changed. Right? The one that now owns you, the one that born you, the person who born you not be your papa and your mama again. To be born again means that somebody else has born you. Who born you before, not born you again. Somebody else has now born. So when somebody else born you, it means you have new papa and mama. That's why you can lay claim to the inheritance of Christ. When you say, I'm joint heir with Jesus, right? It means that me and Jesus were dragging the property of God. We will share it equal, equal. The only reason why you can drag my property with my children is if I born you. If I did not born you. Hello? No matter how close we are as friends, And I did not write will and put your name. As an Esa man that I am, you will not come and tell Mahomogi that you want to collect so so and so house because you are my friend. Amen. As as how? What gives you claim is the fact that you have been born by God. Are we still together? And so stop seeing yourself as a natural person. Understand that your strength cannot carry you. For scripture says, for by strength shall no man prevail. Right? You cannot succeed by doing things on your own. And that's what Paul was telling them, telling the Corinthian church. For our sufficiency, our ability is not of us. There is something that propels us to do the things that we do. Acts 6 verse 8. Let's see Acts 6 8. Acts 6 8, yeah. Let me show you somebody. I'm going to be very brief and I'm, and I'm, I'm done. Acts 6 8, are you there? Scripture says, Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. Why could Stephen, first of all, I hope you know Stephen was not a Jew. He was, me and you, he was like me and you. He was a Gentile. He was not from the original tribe. So, he performed miracles and signs among the people. Why? Because he was a man full of grace and power. What is grace? This NLT. KJV says he was full of faith. Right? The King James also says, Stephen, a man full of faith. So, grace is the complete trust and belief in God. You know, we're too quick to say unmerited favor. Abby? Eh? Yes. Yes. Unmerited favor. KJV says faith. Amplified and NLT says full of grace. So it's the same word, but translated differently. Right? So Stephen was not just a man that has grace, unmerited favor. Stephen was a man that trusted God. 
He was a man that understood that his ability was not from him. To do the things God wants you to do, you must first understand that your ability comes from him. If you cannot see God, you cannot do the things you're supposed to do. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an old song. It says, let's forget about ourselves. Concentrate on him and worship him. You must forget you and remember only him. Are we in church? And then the next thing says, it says, it was full of faith and of power. What is power? What is power? The Holy Ghost. How do I know? At six, I think verse five. Let me be very sure of this one. Um, where are you? Where are you? Yes, I'm correct. Verse five. Go to verse five. It says, everyone liked the idea. Now, this was when they said there was fight in church, Abby. And they said, let's look for people that will be sharing food. Hmm? Let's find people to be sharing food, to minister to things, so that pastors and reverends and bishops can give themselves to the word of God and to prayer. And so they chose among the Gentiles because it was the Gentiles that were complaining. Amen, oh. The Gentiles were complaining that the Jews were not treating them right in the church. And so they said, okay, let's choose men. And let's choose men from among the Gentiles. At least if your brother share food, they not give you. You have nobody to complain. You can no longer say it is tribalism. Amen? And so, he said, and everyone liked this idea, and then they chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. So, power is the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. So, every Christian that has the Holy Spirit... Is powerful. So, you see, when scripture says, for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? So, if you are a Christian and you are not performing according to capacity, it is because you have not, one, believed God and you have not recognized that you have the Holy Ghost. Now understand why Paul said, I can do all things. They said I should go and do masters. But I've not, I've, not, I've, not, I've not tried it for a long, I've left school for maybe 20 years. So I'm afraid I can do all things. So you pick the form. You're preparing for jam. You are reading, it's not making sense. I can do all things. You get a contract. You really don't know how to execute it. You go back into your closet and you remember, eh, 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 I, I, I can do all things. For there is nothing impossible to him that believes. That believes what? Is it to the man that believes that nothing is impossible? Or to the man that believes that with God all things are possible? What is not, who is nothing impossible to? Because there are two different things. 
It is one thing to believe that everything is possible to you. It is another thing to believe that by Christ everything is possible to you. To believe that everything is possible to you is self-knowledge, self-awakening. To believe that in Christ all things are possible to you is living like a son of God. Hello? Why is this note far now? Come closer. Sir, can we not have mobile pulpits? I'm going to be following me. AI. <laughs> you must come to the realization. See, let me, let me, let me see. Can we be honest? You can't do much except you trust God. Sorry. Should I tell you again? If you're in the world, be in the world. But if you're not in the world and you're God, you can't do much except you trust God. An unbeliever is an unbeliever. A Christian is a Christian. Right? You cannot apply the principles and the formulas of the unbeliever to achieve your own life. Because you're not part of them. You can't do life like they do. You must do life according to his will. According to his way. According to the manual he has given to you to do life. The proof that you have grown up in Christ, you have grown up spiritually, is that you have come to a place of total confidence and belief in Christ. You cannot come to the fullness of the stature of him without knowing who, whose fullness you are coming to. Right? For the giftings is for the edification of the saints till we all come to the fullness. Right? So what does it mean to edify? It means to educate. Abi. And so the knowledge of him is what produces belief in him. For faith coming by hearing. Oh, am I in trust this morning? You cannot believe whom you do not know. And so you see what fails your doubt, what fails your fear is ignorance. Until you start to know him, you cannot become him. So enough of wasting your time learning everything apart from learning God. Listen, we must learn God. We must intentionally learn God. He says, study to show thyself approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. See, studying is a deliberate attempt. You don't study passively. I like, I, like, I like mobile Bible. The one that you play and you're just listening to. I've tried it and then they enter. Be honest with yourself. When you open your Bible app and you press play, and it just plays through while you're driving, what really do you remember? Can we, can we, stop, can we, can we stop deceiving ourselves? What do you really remember when you, when you press stop? Can you remember that scripture? Because you cannot learn God passively. He says, for we have this treasure in earthen vessels 
The Holy Ghost is in your clay vessel. That the excellency. Listen, the reason why the Holy Ghost is in you is that the glory may come back to God, not to you. So the reason why God will do the things you want God to do for you is so that God will show forth himself to the world. See, God is not in the business of trying to make you proud. He's in the business of trying to make himself known. So God is more committed to your success. Because in your success lies his pride. But you will not find that success until you tap into what is already inside. Amen? Notes now. Somebody tell my notes to behave away. Follow me. Eh? As I follow. <laughs> Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. Give me NLT, then you give me amplified. Galatians 2.20. Are we there? All right, Paul was talking, he said, I've been crucified with Christ. In him I have shared his, in, his, crucif- his crucifixion. It is, not, it is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in the body. He says, I live by faith. Follow. By faith. By adherence to and reliance on and complete trust. See, it is one thing to adhere to and another thing to rely on. I adhere to means I do as he says. I rely on, I trust him to help me do as he says. For it is he that helps me to will and to do. The Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. To excel in life, to start to operate the way God has created you to operate, you must learn to adhere to instruction. And you must learn to rely on his ability. Have you heard when the Bible says, for by strength shall no man prevail? I've told you before today, Abby. I'm telling you again. You know go fit. Listen, life hard though. Oh no, yard. You know, see, you're not connected enough to get to some certain level in this country. Hope you know. You're not connected. I learned something some years ago, and I and I and I and, I, and I've told a few persons that are very close to me that nowadays life is not about what you know; it's about who you know. You can know everything and know nobody, and nobody will recommend you for anything. You will just be there, full of knowledge and poor. Poor professor. Poor scholar. Poor intelligent man. Beautiful wife material but no husband. Best husband material but no babe. You remain a material. Nobody uses so cloth. <laughs> Listen, until a material is converted from fabric, Normal fabric to cloth. It does not really have value. Amen? 
It can be used for anything until it is now made. This could have been used to make a female dress. And a female will wear it. But now it's for a man. Habi? When it was still just fabric, lying down either with the merchant or with the tailor, they could have converted it to a cloth that they used for ironing. Amen. But it was recommended for production. Because he met somebody. And then somebody introduced, you know, the person that bought it is not the person that made it. So the person that bought it introduced it to the person that made it. And the person that made it introduced it to the person that is wearing it. No matter how beautiful you think you, you are or how much you think you have or how much you think you know, if someone does not recommend you, listen, listen, listen. And Jesus was coming and John the Baptist cried. Do you understand? As he was coming, John the Baptist cried out, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. At the Mount of Transfiguration, there was another cry. This, just like, the, just like there was a cry in the river, there was another cry again. Announcing him that this is my beloved son. Whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. If they announce Jesus, who is you? Amen? But do you know there is no connector like the Holy Spirit? The reason why you are looking for men, the reason why you are looking for men is because you have not realized that inside of you, there's connection. So, why I say that what you know is not as important as who you know, the who you know that you should truly know is within. God can tap a man and say, go to Lagos. There's somebody in so and so place. Go and look for him. You don't think so? What has it not happened to you? It happened, 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 it happened. Why never happened to you? You they forbid good thing. Should I tell you one reason? You don't trust God enough. You'd rather trust the people around you. You know when you have problems, you're you quick to call your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your friends. You're quick to call everybody for help but God. And scripture says, woe is he who puts his trust. If there's anything, if there's anything I know any man can do is to fail. Husband, a fail wife, how much more you? The woman that he stood at the altar and said, and with all my worldly goods I do endow. The worldly goods, give her honor, Abia. Why is she my car in her? I just bought that fear. Don't, don't, mind the way you put it in this house. Mind the way you are consuming my fear. But you said, and with all my worldly goods, but you cannot give out to your last penny. That's the same man you want to trust. The one he promised before God and men that he will give everything to, but he's not doing that. You want to trust him. 
Leave the woman alone. You know how much up? I don't know about the woman, though. I only know about the man. Because I must eat lunch today. Every plan of Ramah have for me will not work. I know they make some kind of mistake again for this church. Ha, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want pizza, my brother. What will pizza do for me? Oh, God, calm down, though. Learn to trust God. Listen, listen. You don't need, you don't need, you don't need the things you think you need. What you need, you already have. What you need, you already have. So stop looking everywhere and start looking at him. Hello? Hello? All right, let's bring this, let's bring this home. Let's close up. Abby? All right, a few more scriptures and I'm done. Colossians 3.3. 3. Colossians 3.3. 3. Because here, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive a new operating system. How many of you are tech savvy? Okay. How many of you are like me? You're not tech savvy. Because I said tech savvy, and some people feel like, oh, it's like Passover is very tech. No, 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 no. Trust me. My phone. See my phone? It's for making call, sending message, receiving message. People tell me, ah, your phone can do this. I say, eh, no worry, not be your own on my own. When I got it, it was not for all those things you are talking about. Don't tell me about code. Let who, who, who the he that wants to code, let him keep coding. It says, for as far as this world is concerned, you have died. Amen? So your motherboard have crashed. Amen? Your panel, eh? Not born. You know, if your panel born in a system, you cannot use that system again. Abi? Or your TV panel born. You know when you own your TV and they bring high voltage, you know, you're like, poof. You now see some white thing. It's not coming out from the back of your TV. Panel don't go. That TV will never own again. Your panel, it don't burn. He said, for as far as this world is concerned, you have died. And your new real life, new, real. So when we say the things we say, we are not faking it all. That I'm unstoppable is not, is not fake all. I'm not saying it so I can become it all. Hmm. You know, we, some of us believe that if we keep saying it, no, 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 I'm already it. The day God said, I am, I became. My mind thinks I'm not. So when I'm saying it, I'm training my mind to understand what reality is. Your operating system has changed. You used to operate by your senses, like Reverend thought. But it has changed. 
for your life now. Your new real life. The real life of Living Springs. Not the real housewife of any state. But your real, your real, your real new life is in Christ. If your real life is in Christ, then it means that every time you act as a result of your feelings, you're living a fake life. The believer's fake life is a life of the flesh. The believer's real life is a life of faith. Hello? Are we still together? Colossians 3 3. That's what we're reading, right? All right. Let's see 2 Corinthians 4. It's going to be a bit, a bit of a long read. We're going to read from verse 5 to 10 if there's time. 2 Corinthians 4 from verse 5. He said, For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus' sake. Next. For it is the God. Who commanded light to shine out of darkness? Who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus? Next. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Remember the first scripture we read? For our sufficiency is not of Christ, it's not of us. And so we do not brag. There's no pride in the man that follows God. When I say I can heal the sick, it's not pride. When you tell me you're a great man of God, I say, ah, it's God, though. That's pride. Hello? You know, some of us try to form humility. When they say you can do something, they say, ah, no, it's God, though. But in your mind, in your real mind, in your real mind. Let me run them. But because we want to deceive men, when men hail you, you say, no, no, no. Because you are thinking that if you say yes, God will press conk in your head. Mm -mm. I'm a man of God. Spirit filled, tongue speaking, demon casting. I heal people. I see, I walk miracles. I, 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 I do it. Do you know why? Because I have the Holy Ghost. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too proud to say I don't. I do. That's why I'm not afraid to lay hands. I'm, I'm, I'm humble enough to lay hands on the sick. Some of you are too proud to lay hands on the sick. Because you're telling yourself, what if you walk, what if you don't walk? Because you have put yourself in the equation. So it is you that have pride that cannot lay hands. Me that can lay hands, I'm humble. Because I know it's not my hand, it is the hand of God. So I drop it anywhere I see. If you can't touch you, I touch you. Amen? Let's keep reading. Next verse. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body 
<laughs> Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Always carrying. So what are I'm drifting? Always. When I go for an interview, hmm. hey. when I want to toast that fine guy in church, I toast in the Holy Ghost. Listen, listen. Oh my God. You don't understand. Always carrying. There is no time I'm a natural person. There is no break between me and the Holy Ghost. I will send you the comforter and he will be with you. You know where they go. Amen? Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life of Jesus also. So when situation press me, what comes out is Jesus. Why? Because I always carry him. And so my first response to difficulty is Christ. My last response to difficulty is Christ. My middle response to difficulty is Christ. There is no other thing that can come out of me but Jesus. Because I always carry And so, if Jesus comes out every time I'm pressed and every time I'm, in, I'm relaxed, it means that the only thing allowed for me to produce is what Jesus can produce. Anything that is not in Jesus has no business being in me. Failure? I cannot carry failure and carry the Holy Ghost. There's no space. I cannot carry fear and carry the Holy Ghost. There's no space. It's not like I don't want to carry, but there's no space. Moto don't fool. Amen? Have you ever tried to enter a vehicle before? And they say it's full. It's full. For in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So I carry the fullness of the Godhead in body form, so there's no space. So I'm not bold because I want to be bold, but I don't have space. If sickness comes, there's no space. You know, I used to tell those people that are very close to me, they know everything I'm not worried about when it comes to flu. I used to think that the, the demons responsible for flu, they were on the cross and they were crucifying Jesus. And so when I have flu, it's like I have all infirmity put together, but not anymore. Not anymore. Now I, they will, they will, bear, they will bear me weakness. Now I can have flu and not break down. And still not take any drug. Because I'll tell the flu, there's no space. Let me sneeze for one week. I will not break down. My body, my body will not be hot before I have flu. There was one time Ojo was with me. I was having flu and I was having something else. 
I prayed the other thing stopped the flu not going. The flu not flu go here. Go here. The more they pray, they go tell me, Nyoin. But see, the more of God I began to learn, the more of Him I began to carry. No space. Failure. No space. Poverty. No space. A husband that beats the wife. No space. A wife that talks anyhow to the husband. No space. Stealing. No space. Come and join court. No space. Did they blend or they don't blend? I don't blend now. So don't get space again. There's no, there's no, there's no space in my body to put the mark. Barrenness. No space. High blood pressure. Cancer. If it's not in Jesus, can we rise up this morning? Woo, my time is up. Empire, do not use extra today. Extra time, no space. So can, we, can I pray for a few minutes? I can. Thank you. Listen. I know it's easier to feel the anointing. If I lead a song and everybody's now jumping, everywhere is bubbling. And I say, if you, are healed, if you are sick, be healed. It's easier to believe. But no. This is what you must believe. That he took your infirmity. This is what you must believe. That the chastisement of your peace was upon him. What that means is that what is supposed to trouble you has already troubled Jesus. So Jesus has taken the trouble that was supposed to trouble you upon himself. So nothing should trouble you again. Therefore let no man trouble me because I bear my body. If there's an infirmity, can you just wave? You're sick anywhere. If you're beside the person, put your hand on the person. I'm not the one to pray. The person beside you is going to pray. Because the person has the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CJMI underscore L Springs.